This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Hello and welcome to the Theology Gaming Podcast. My name is Zachary Oliver, the owner and proprietor of the Theology Gaming Blog. With me today is one special guest. My name is Michael Jones. I am the guidance counseling pastor for TheologyGaming.com, which is sort of an unofficial sort of working title, but it works. And <laughs> Pseudo it's cool. title. Pseudo title. Yeah. Right. That's okay, though. That's what, cool. What have you contributed to Theology Gaming? Uh, Narrows lots eyes. <laughs> lots of talking on the podcast? Yes. Question mark? Yes. That's Okay. Fun. Okay. Good. Yay. I'm not judging you. <laughs> I'm not judging you. <laughs> no, I figured as much. Urgh, I'm shaking my hand and wagging my fingers. I don't even have a bio up yet. It's terrible. <laughs> Yes, haphazard theology gaming in a nutshell. <laughs> we have no idea what we're doing. No, but that's okay. Yeah, Nobody does. That's fine. So, what were we going to talk about? <laughs> we were talking about okay. So, socialist Mario Kart Eight, and no, it was no Mario socialist, Party. Mar socialist Mario Party, and the socialist the socialist Mario Party, and <laughs> <laughs> and Puzzle and Dragons. Okay, first we're going to talk about Mario Party. Okay. Okay. So I played a lot of Mario Party. I got the first one when it came out, and I yeah. I mean, I liked it when I was younger. Mario Party is tons of fun. I'm just gonna say that right now. Yeah, I think Mario Party is fun, but you can't go into it thinking it's a game of either skill or dexterity or any of those other things. Mm-hmm. They can contribute, but it's not ultimately yeah. what will let you win. But it's very rare that a person who is actually skilled at any of the mini games wins the game. It's usually this is true. some random dude wins, whom the computer decides. Mm-hmm. Like you'll get on the Bowser Square or something, or that chance time, and then all your stars will go to some other random person for no reason. And then look, it's the end of the game, and you lost. Yeah. Oh, so I like you. to call it the egalitarian game. I think socialist <laughs> is a little too political. Egalitarian. Well, but, you might just call it random chance. This is this is the universe rolls dice and <laughs> see who's wins political party. Given an infinite number of Mario Party games strewn across an infinite amount of time, <laughs> everyone will win Mario Party. <laughs> yes, this is exactly how it works. <laughs> No, hence, skill is not a factor. Yeah, hence why it's, I call it the uh, socialist game. Fair enough. Everyone I wins. Cannot, I can't argue with that. However, I have spent many a bre- uh, lunchroom morning before school playing Mario Party with my friends on our DSs. Yeah, Mario Party's fun. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. Just, I, I can't consider it a game of skill. No. <laughs> uh, skill, the only, the only game that I was ever really good at was the mash the one button as fast as you can, and I would always beat everybody else at that. <laughs> What's your technique for mashing buttons? Uh, it's it's a it's a twitch reaction. It's a like like it's almost like like you know. Okay, this is gonna sound terrible. You know the Alzheimer's shake. <laughs> I induce like an Alzheimer's shake just with yeah. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> it's bad. We're, we're really going up there. Highbrow stuff. <laughs> yes. So, uh, but I've heard I've heard of that being like a similar technique, like in speed running, where people are trying to mash through text and stuff like that. Hmm. So, it's kind of a seldom talked about legitimate technique. Yeah, I'm trying. I played Metal Gear Solid recently, and to get mm. past the torture sequence, you have to basically mash a button. To oh, okay. Now, oh, we could also talk about quick time events. Yeah, quick time uh, events. See, what happened to me in that game is 
since Metal Gear Solid seems to promote unorthodox solutions to problems. Psychomantis. Yeah, exactly. So what I did to get past the torture sequence without giving up was mm-hmm. to plug in my Street Fighter 4 fight stick. <laughs> and Because I know that the buttons are super sensitive on there, so uh-huh. since there's yeah. like tiny micro switches, right? So you can actually mm-hmm. tap the button with two fingers repeatedly, and it's oh, incredibly yeah. easy. Yeah. And it yeah. recognizes all the inputs, so I can't do it on a normal PlayStation controller. I have no idea how to do it that way. See, I can actually do it faster with the Twitch reaction than most people can do with the with the double. Um, and then, I, okay, so this is going to sound terrible. I used to pay, play uh, Cookie Clicker, which is this horrible browser-based game <laughs> where you literally, you put your mouse on a cookie and you click it and it makes cookies. And then you buy resources with your cookies to make more cookies. I am familiar it's with it because so bad. you made me play it's it. It's so bad. <laughs> but I actually went and looked up like a guide for Cookie Clicker. And I set it up so I could use uh, the five key on my number pad and the plus key as a double click. So I would spam clicking on my mouse and I would spam the five and the plus key and just bagillions of cookies. It was, yeah. Bagillion cookies. Bagillion cookies. That is the official number, bagillion. You made me play it. It was bizarrely compulsive. It was compulsive. It's one of those games like, I don't know why I'm playing this, but... I can't stop playing this. Yeah, it's the the fun of seeing numbers go up. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, okay, so my friend uh, Tim actually plays uh, WoW with like a numbers mod, so he can see like the different damage, and and he says I play this game for the numbers. That's, that's <laughs> just why he plays it. It's it's one of those like dopamine reaction things. It's funny. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm trying not to play games like that, but yeah, it's pretty bad. They're everywhere oh, now. And I watched a terrible video of the top 10 MMOs, and WoW was number one. Just for the success of it. And I'm like, that's the only reason I can give you number one. What? Because, what are you talking yeah. about? It was a video, like, listing off, like, the top 10 MMOs. Yeah, but it's the best one. Your silence is indicating you disagree. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would put RuneScape over WoW, honestly. RuneScape? <laughs> Do you have problems? <laughs> Dude, I can't tell you. I can't tell you how many years I wasted dumping hours into RuneScape. Is that free? It was F2P, and then I became a member for a little while. My friend actually bought me membership so I could help him scale up and stuff it was ridiculous but yeah i've dumped i've dumped many a year into runescape and i stopped playing probably two years ago i don't think that makes it better than wow though no uh it's actually actually uh it has a record in the guinness book uh of the number one uh i think it's the number one browser-based mmo i think it might be the number one mmo period as far as players is concerned because it definitely beats wow as far as players yeah well because of the free part but yeah because wow anyway. has always been a subscription model yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i have a vested interest in saying it's the best one because i played it for eight years so oh, oh did you really oh yeah yeah and i will play it whenever they decide to release actual content <laughs> not expansions no well the expansion will be content but like okay the last time they released anything new that i would call substantially new was last september and that was pandaria yeah 
and I got yeah. bored of that last raid instance around December, so I haven't been subscribed since then. Fair enough. I have a buddy who's uh, a the, he's the associate pastor for our church, and you would never know it because he looks like a total hipster guy, but he actually has a current subscription to WoW. Um, he, he doesn't get to play because he has a wife and kids, but every once in a while when his wife is on vacation, um, he gets to load it up and just dump hours. <laughs> it's kind of fun. So, uh, Puzzle and Dragons. Okay, yeah, that was the focus. That was the focus originally. Okay, so I'm not really a big mobile game guy, so mm-hmm. I was looking through the App Store, right, and I saw mm-hmm. Puzzle and Dragon, and I installed it once, and I was like, eh, this is okay, I guess. And then I installed it again, and I was like, this is actually a pretty competent game. Okay, so Puzzle and Dragons has eaten up a very large chunk of my very recent life. And you paid money! You paid I money! I paid money! Oh my god! Okay, oh my god. So, so last night they started this Godfest thing, which Godfest is where you... Okay, so in the game, you complete dungeons to earn magic stones, and you can use the magic stones to do multiple things, one of which is to put him through the um, rare egg machine and roll for uh, rare monsters. And so last night, they started this thing called the God Fest, which is where a whole bunch of the gods in the game are in the rare egg machine. And so I rolled my five magic stones that I had at the time. I pulled like some siren or something like that, which is, it's cool. It's like a healer monster. Oh, yeah. Um, And then I was like, eh, what could it hurt? Like, this is going to be my only time that I'm ever going to pay money. I will do it once because it was the last $5 in my bank account and I had nothing else to do with it. So I bought some stones, uh, rolled, and I pulled Ares, which is like the The highest attack monster in the game. Um, Not the best, but he is very good and he can be very good. Well, that's a lucky roll. So it was pretty damn lucky. I was like, oh, that's cool. And actually, um, we were considering talking about praying and making a joke about, oh, praying for good <laughs> monster rules. And then it happened. So <laughs> it's funny. Uh, but for the most part, um, in game, the rolling of monsters, like like we call it rolling or poles or whatever, but you, you spend points in game or spend the stones in game to like basically pull a slot machine and then a monster egg will pop out <laughs> and um i know it's funny um and uh in the when when you do you have a random chance of getting basically anything obviously there's stuff that's more common than others which is mostly garbage but sometimes you'll get really cool drops like some of the gods and goddesses in game um some of the stuff includes the greek pantheon uh the Indian pantheon. Noah. <laughs> Noah. Noah is a girl. Why is Noah? A girl? I don't know. They like her. Why is Michael an androgynous boy? Oh my goodness! Michael the archangel is not an androgynous boy. Michael the archangel is a beefy dude in wrestling tights. Okay. <laughs> I have this on good authority. Hermes looks like Kane from Final Fantasy IV. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bizarre. It's terrible. It's very bizarre. At least they got Ares right. Ares looks like a Spartan-type dude, so he's pretty close. And the gods evolve, which is strange to me. Well, it's like Awoken forms and, like, special super ultra mega form and stuff like that, you know? So it's, um, 
it, it's a very interesting game. Well, you did a review on Puzzle and Dragons. Yeah. You want to give like a little bit about it? Yeah, before I go way <laughs> off track and don't bother <laughs> to describe what the game is like. <laughs> so, Puzzle and Dragon is basically a match three game. Everybody mm-hmm. knows what these are. I mean, Bejeweled or Candy Crush Saga or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I hate Candy Crush Saga in the past. <laughs> I think it's stupid, and I don't understand why people keep playing it. Mm-hmm. But because the game is obviously designed so that you will spend money at some point, there's just walls, arbitrary walls of time. Yeah. So I was like, eh, I want something a little more different, and I saw like people were saying Puzzle and Dragon was actually genuinely a good game, apart from the uh, you know, free-to-play model, which is surprising to hear, especially for mobile games. Yeah. Any kind of mobile game that's free, that's actually relatively fun and engaging, is kind of a rarity. Definitely. So I was like, okay, I'll play Puzzle and Dragon. And I didn't really get it. And then the next time I played it, I was like, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. But there's like weird little nuances. So so think of it like Match 3 plus Pokemon. Essentially. Yeah. That's, that's basically it. Plus Greek Gods and the Archangels and... Hello Kitty and yeah, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Batman. Don't and, forget Batman. And, and there are dragons. <laughs> yes, and there are dragons. It's actually Batman Collaboration Week, so they have a special machine you can pull the slot on to roll Batman eggs. So, like, you can get Batman with a boomerang or the, the battering. You can get Catwoman. You can get Robin. Yeah. Roll Batman. <laughs> roll Batman. <laughs> it's such a but, weird thing to think about. Yeah, but this game has... Um, actually a lot of depth to it it has well at least as far as like if you want to get kind of competitive with it yeah because zach pulled up a new player's guide on the wiki because they have a wiki Hmm. um and i just dumped right into it i have been so yeah there's a surprising amount of depth to the game it's got uh there's lots of different strategies as far as building teams go. There's lots of strategies as far as like, um, there's lots of strategies as far as uh, the way you build your monsters go. Like you can, because in the game you, your monsters level up through having those monsters eat other monsters. Essentially, <laughs> it's not quite so grim, but yeah, there's no uh, animation you, or anything. Oh. No, 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 no. You basically you fuse them. It's called fusing them, and they get XP that way. Um, but there's strategies as far as like, oh, you want these monsters to give a ridiculous amount of XP and you want to level up super high and then put them to somebody else for super mega ultra XP. So <laughs> there's there's a lot of depth. And as far as the, uh, they do the F2P model very well because um, the first few levels, you know, you just blaze through and you're like, yeah, this is really fun. And you start to learn a little bit about the game and then it starts to get a little harder. But eventually, unless you roll a really sweet god uh, with one of your first uh, rare egg machine rolls. Like me. Um, yeah, like Zach did. And I didn't the first time. I pulled, I don't even remember what. I think it was one of the golems, which is pretty lame. Um, um, unless you roll a sweet god, you hit a wall eventually. And so you're like, oh man. And that's the point where other people quit or they go and buy stems to go do more rolls. A lot of people have tried to optimize it to set up for non-in-app purchases, um, where you, in the beginning of the game, uh, after you finish the tutorial, you can roll for one monster um, through the rare egg machine. They basically give you a free roll. And uh, a lot of people will uh, uninstall the app and reinstall it until they get a good roll on the egg machine. 
because eventually you hit the wall and you're screwed unless you want to buy. Yeah, the the golem was kind of lame. I think that was my first roll with the egg machine. Um, I honestly don't remember. I reset and uh, I uninstalled and reinstalled the app so many times. I honestly don't remember. Uh, just trying to get good rolls. Um, but uh, finally, I got a decent enough one to where I can continue on. Uh, he's low level right now, so I can't. He's not going to carry my team. But I can build him up and make him better and stuff like that, which is really cool. Um, and then and I will have Highlander. Too, you have a Highlander. Really cool. I do have Highlander, and he turns into some big uh, spear guy with a wolf, and yeah. he's really badass. And, Chuchulain, yeah, or uh, Quackalin, whatever. Yeah, it's some 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 weird. I don't even know what he's from. It's just like the random attacker series of monsters or something like that. I think there's like in so. Final Fantasy Tactics, there's a boss called Quackling, and that's like the same thing. Qu- yeah. What? Yeah. I gotta, Are you supposed to go off of that? Yeah, well, Is that what it's supposed It's hard to... Ex- okay, what is it? It's a mythological uh, hero who appears in the stories of the Ulster Cycle. It's an Irish thing. Okay, that's confusing. Right. Yeah. Okay then. Okay. <laughs> I thought he was. I didn't know. I didn't know it was like mythology. I thought he was just like, oh, we're just gonna name some random warrior. No, it's is Irish cool. mythology. How weird. That is cool. That is cool though, because I didn't even know they expand that. Oh, they have like Indian gods. They have um, stuff from like super or from Dragon Ball Z, and I don't know if I said that already. But they have just a, a very very wide pantheon of stuff oh, wow they have so, goku what the on. heck <laughs> yeah they have they have uh trunks they have frieza which okay. are not in the english uh, version of the well, game i guess yeah no they're in the english version of the game i've seen you can pull them can't you uh, i don't know i don't know now i want to go look that up now i don't know anybody i who was has super one. excited i was super excited to go get like a goku or something like that <laughs> or super <laughs> saiyan trunks a goku a Goku. I want a Goku. <laughs> Dang it. Now I'm going to... Uh, okay, so um, speaking of how deep this game is... Look, if I can't get have... Mr. Popo, I'm going to hate myself forever. <laughs> no, it's totally there. It's not It's not just the Japanese version. Maybe you haven't seen people with it, but that's because we're pretty low level, and that's probably something that hasn't hit for a long time. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen any of the Indian gods like Horus or... or not, not Horus, but like Shiva or... They have Egyptian gods too, which is really cool. And I don't know how how far does this game go. It goes pretty dang deep, Zach. I've already been looking uh, a whole bunch into it. Um, but as far as like the depth of this game, they even have a app guide for all the dungeons, all the. It's um it's surprisingly deep. I wasn't sure how far you had gotten through just your review, but. I got farther than you within like my first week, and then I reset, and still, I'm, I think I've just got farther than you again. Yeah, it's my fault because I'm playing my Wii U. But <laughs> <laughs> what are you playing on your Wii U? Uh, the wonderful 101. What the heck is that? I have never heard of that. Uh, it's basically the Power Rangers, the game, except you control a hundred of them at once. It's also incredibly awesome. It makes cool. me hype. But that's not the the power. Range, that sounds like it could be possibly terrible, but possibly awesome. Yeah, it's super. super all the awesome. Power Rangers game. <laughs> really? Because all the Power Rangers games have all been terrible. Well, think of it if as if the Power Rangers game was made by 
the person who made Bayonetta. Made okay, yeah. okay, all right. I can I can take that. Bayonetta sounds yeah yeah. You control Is it like super over the top. Yeah. Nice. You control like a hundred dudes, and they can turn into giant hands, swords, hammers, guns, whips, <laughs> naganadas, etc. Yeah, this is nuts. It's super awesome. Just, just giant flying. Yeah, giant like, weapons and stuff that, that are made up of your giant team of people. This is interesting. I'm gonna have to look up gameplay for this. <laughs> yeah, you should. Silly. It's super <laughs> insane. I didn't think I would like it at first, but okay. You know what's you know what's really funny? The first game that I've really gotten involved in in a long time is a mobile game that is designed to take your money, get you addicted. <laughs> yeah. Yes. How did how did this work? Why did this happen? Why? Because you're being Whatever. compelled to play it because of the way it's designed. I am. I am being compelled to play it. Okay, and so it's question. super fun too. Did you fail yes. any dungeons? Uh, I have failed multiple dungeons. Um, it's, it started with like the really crazy, wacky ones that are supposed to be for high-level players that are like the Tuesday dungeon or super mega rare dragons descended <laughs> or something like that. Um, which is, I think that is an actual dungeon. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I started with that, and then my first couple of playthroughs. Um, I eventually hit a wall in all of my playthroughs where it's like, oh, you're going to have to grind some levels, grind your tunes to... Mm. And I was not excited about that, so I started looking up ideas and stuff, and that's when the guide came up, and I was like, oh, I have to reset and start over until I get a god? That's kind of lame. But it happened pretty quick, so I wasn't too upset. I think it's strange that they start the game out that way. What do you mean? Like, you have to pay money to get anything good as you go? Yeah, it's it makes sense. It's like, somewhat underhanded, but I think it would just be better if they gave you a good monster to start and then ramped up the difficulty accordingly. Yeah, that would be really nice. That way or, at least you feel good about it. Yeah, but it is the point. The point is not to make a good game. The point is to make you buy. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose that's true. Which and the is, game's like, don't, un- don't uninstall it or else your save date is gone. Yeah, which is lame and shouldn't be. But what can you do? And so, uh, but that's how people restart anyway. I actually looked into it. Um, You can get the game for, what is it? You can get it for Windows and like stick it on your computer. And then you can uh, manipulate the data files inside it and just delete this one file. And that way you don't have to uninstall and reinstall the app every single time. Yeah, it's super weird. I don't, you know what? I would prefer, if I could, to buy the 3DS version of the game. That would be neat. Yeah. I would actually like that a lot. Just so I don't have to do like ugh, the whole free-to-play thing and wait mm-hmm. to play. Yeah. yeah, that would be nice. But it hasn't come out here yet, which is surprising. Are they planning on making one? They already made one. It's in Japan. They made a three. What the yeah. heck? It okay, sold that... like a million and a half copies so wow. far. Wow. Wow. Then that might have been what I was looking at because I was looking at like videos of people playing and, and it looked like Puzzle and Dragons, but it was obviously on a computer or something like that. So yeah. it might have been through an emulator or something. I don't know. Puzzle and Dragon Z. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. It's... So it's yeah. came out in December 12, 2013. Really? Wow. This game is that old? Well, this... I think it came out in 2012 here, I want to say. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and I'm just now hearing about it. This is terrible. 
Why have I not wasted my life more? Oh my god, they released an arcade version of it too. Oh, oh my okay. god. Competitive, this is terrible. Competitive version. Oh my goodness. Ah. <laughs> ah. And you use like one of those smart cards to take your like um character you know your save your, file your save yeah. file on your monsters from the actual mobile game and stuff you can actually oh so like it okay that's cool that is really cool yeah um but like one of the interesting things is you originally in your review you were you were looking at teams and you're like yeah you kind of just want to balance team uh so you're not missing any of the colors which and... is not true no, it's not true. No. Uh, once you get into the higher level play, you want like a two-color team, and you want to have monsters that change all of the orbs to those two colors, so you can just get massive combos. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, it obviously, it has to be crafted for each dungeon because some of them are going to have specific enemy weaknesses too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, just so you know, it's like for the audience, it's rock paper scissors basically. So like, water takes care of uh, fire, which takes yeah, water- care of wood. And then there's and then yeah, light and dark, which light and dark. take care of each other, but are not affected by water, wood, or fire. Which is confusing. It is confusing. <laughs> it's it's like Pokemon, but not. Yeah, and the Pokemon element is a little understated because the monsters don't like quote unquote attack in the yeah. traditional way. They're just like yeah. there, and they hold like special abilities that change the board. Yeah, it's more like sprites, kind of, but. If you want to use your imagination, it's more like Pokemon. Yeah. It's like equipping your abilities. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and then yeah, you wait a certain number of turns to use the ability. Yeah. And the one you pick as a leader has certain skills too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my leader right now, um, every time I make a match, she heals my HP a little bit, which is actually super handy. Um, yeah. That's why I put her as my leader. Healing is nice in this game. <laughs> healing is nice. Uh, they have orbs specifically dedicated to healing. Um, oh, by the way, I came across the dungeon. Um, in the solver, they have this. They have these because there is a solver for the game. Like you can get an app that solves it for you, um, and you just follow the pattern and then memorize the pattern and then manipulate the pattern in your actual app. But uh, in the solver, they have these little black orbs that are not the dark orbs. There's the dark orbs, and then there's these little black, like fuzzy-looking, weird orbs. And I finally came across that in the story mode. And basically what it is, is they eliminate, like, some of the color that's on your board. So, like, what happened was the enemy eliminated, like, my fire orbs, and it became those little black orbs. So I would get a match, and it would count towards my combo, but it wouldn't give me uh, the actual power uh, attack. Which is because when you match orbs to the color, it attacks with that color. But because it was black and you don't have that... It counted towards my combo, which makes your general numbers go higher. Huh. Because n- n- numbers. <laughs> but <laughs> um, but uh, I didn't get the actual attack for it, which was lame. Hmm. It was kind of like weird. And then I keep hearing stuff about blind and how blind is weird. And apparently they will take out an entire monster and you still have the color on the board. So... It kind of sucks. Yeah, that sounds bad. Definitely. So, question. Okay, yes, so there's a monster I have that says that if it's the leader, it increases the attack of all attacker-type monsters. Oh. How exactly do I figure out what the type of a monster is? Because it's okay. nowhere in the info or listings. Or it is It is actually in the info and listings. Um, yes, if you go to like your monster box and you... like check the info of a monster it's going to be like in the top left hand corner like uh i think cow cow is a god and he's also an attacker 
which is Cal Cow's the the leader that Zach got. Oh, um, okay. oh yeah, and Sao Sao from Romance of Three Kingdoms. It's yeah. Cow Cow. Sao Sao. Is it Sao Sao? Yeah. I feel dumb now because I've. <laughs> well, I played. Okay, oh, no, so the I've, English version they say Cow Cow. Yeah, because cool. I've always played Dynasty Warriors, and Sao Sao actually makes a lot more sense than Cow Cow. <laughs> I know, but it's like that's because it's like Romanized version of Chinese. Yeah, Warriors, yeah. So. It sounds really weird. And I, I watched, like, the, um, what do you call it? I watched the Red Cliff movie, which is basically, oh. like, the depiction of a famous battle, in, and they kept saying Sao Sao, so I assume. Oh, that would make a lot more sense, because I don't think Chinese characters have a hard C character. <laughs> Maybe they do. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, I'm looking at, here I am, I'm looking at my monster thing right now. <laughs> Because I have my cell phone here. Did you find your uh, the typing? Okay, it says God Attacker. There we go. Yep, yep, called it. And then uh, the um, golems that I was telling you about, they're physical, but they don't do a whole lot of damage. They just give you a poop ton of health Ooh. and boost your defense, which is lame. Because if you're not attacking, you're not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Which is that's basically how this game works. Like if you can if you can get like the highest attack monsters and do poop tons of damage, it that's how you win the game. <laughs> There's many poop tons. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of damage. All the damage because no 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 numbers. Anyway. <laughs> I can't find a good light monster though. I've yeah, had light this... monsters for the most part light monsters are like healer types. Well, I have this uh, what do you call it? King Gold Dragon something like what? that. Oh, that's a that's one of those. Okay, so enhance monsters, they give those are the ones that give ridiculous amounts of XP. So the gold the gold dragon, the the metal dragon, like the ruby dragons, those ones give a lot of XP towards that color. Oh, okay. Super King Gold Dragon, that's his name. Yeah, he's he's actually not too bad um, for what he is, but yeah, well, there's other the monsters only, that do more. He's like the only one I have. Yeah. That's any good? Yeah. Um, and then there's uh, monsters that are specifically for evolving your dudes. Like, um, there's the little masks. Uh, there's, like, these little orb... Like, there's these little, like, weird Casper-looking ghost things, and they're holding the orb color. It's weird. But they're <laughs> Tom specifically... Tamandra? Uh, those are one of them, but that's not what I'm talking about. It's, like, Mythlet, Evolit, that kind of thing. I think I got one um, of those. They're, they're like... Yes, those are some of the very first ones. Oh, apparently too. I have one. Yeah, they're not very good. <laughs> they're specifically for evolving. That's their whole purpose. So Michael Jones, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do suck. Um, but we were talking about Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Have you played any of the Dynasty Warriors games? Yeah, back in the day I played a ton. And then Dude, I read the novel. I, I have dumped so many hours into those games. <laughs> Ling Tong, Ling Tong was my dude. He had Dunchucks and he kicked butt. Ling and then soon, and then soon say he also he had Tonfa, and I like those guys because of their weapons. Ling Tong is is he the Tonfa dude? No, no, no. Soon say, soon say is Tonfa. Ling the Tonfa. Dude. Yeah, because Sun Say is the son of Sun Jian, and then the Sun Jian, Sun Chuan, which is oh. Sun Quan, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Chinese characters, man. Chinese <laughs> names, dude. It yeah. does not translate well into English. Yeah, it doesn't work quite the same. Yeah. So I read the novel, The Romance of Three Kingdoms. You did? Yeah. Once okay. by myself and once for class. So, <laughs> yeah, it's longer than the Bible. 
<laughs> is it really one continuous narrative yeah it's like 2200 pages it just goes on forever good lord i don't yeah. think that's longer than the bible it well i'm not sure because chinese characters are hard to translate together i didn't Fair read enough. it in chinese but well obviously yeah zach Whoa. do you know chinese no yeah, i don't no. know chinese. that's what i thought yeah. um i played a been... lot of dynasty warriors back in the day yeah i think the third one was the last one i played really yeah well the last one i played that i like enjoyed oh because i started playing like at four and then yeah. played Four's four or five good. yeah four four was a lot of fun um that's a lot of grinding in that game and it's just i'm just gonna blow up dudes yeah, that's I, the whole it's just a giant hack and slash i think that's the grinding is. is where it gets to me i think that's more of the problem which you do have to grind in pad too yeah, yeah like if you build up if you set the difficulty level on dynasty warriors above normal the mm-hmm. game starts getting horrendously difficult unless you have any kind of upgraded weapons or whatever. Yeah, they're like the ridiculous, um, the ridiculous items or whatever, anything yeah. like that. I-, I would rather it be based on skill than how much time I'm willing to spend fighting imaginary battles. Zach, it's a hack and slash. <laughs> that hack and slash is like it's. There's just too many. It just Zach, it gets boring after a while. That's all. I'm it saying. does, but that's that's why it's one of those it's one of those mindless games where it's like I want to get my aggression out. I'm going to go play as my favorite character in Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, I like Sengoku Basura better. That's my personal preference. I have not even heard of that. That is Capcom's version of Dynasty Warriors, except it's basically Samurai Warriors. So, oh yeah, oh Samurai Warriors was yeah, fun too. It's super crazy in comparison to Dynasty nice. Warriors. However bizarre that sounds. Speaking of uh, other Warriors series, they're coming out with Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, and I'm totally gonna buy it. I'm so. totally gonna buy it too. <laughs> Because I need to play. why not play with Legend of Zelda characters? Yeah, and, and Nintendo will actually make it good. So they will, they will make it good. I hope there's like a fully fleshed out roster. That would just blow my mind and make me happy. And not like ten characters, <laughs> which I could totally see. Yeah, it could happen. Could happen. It could happen. Yeah. Well, there hasn't been that much revealed about it, right? Not now. really. More just like oh, combos. Oh, oh it looks August really 4th. flashy. I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> Wait, so it comes out like. Well, very no. soon Hyrule Warriors Nintendo Direct is August 4th so all the information you could possibly desire about it will be on that on August 4th yeah they'll bring okay alright 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 <laughs> yeah so I've been I bought a Wii U that's why I'm thinking about buying these things yeah I don't have a Wii of any form all I have is a PC and the phone well if you want to get a Wii U here's my secret tip go to Nintendo <laughs> and buy a refurbished one that's that's yeah. Wait, why are they like extremely cheap? Two hundred bucks is pretty cheap. I could find them cheaper. Yeah, I'm sure you could. It's just I yeah. like I bought it from Nintendo and they give you the same warranty as a brand new one. That's so, really cool. Yeah. Plus, uh, refurbished generally means like anything, any bugs that happened or have happened, and they dealt with them. Yeah, and then Nintendo like checks and rechecks. So, I mean, it's a, from them officially. So I can't yeah. imagine anything going wrong. I can't imagine it like being crappy no that, yeah. especially with nintendo my super nes still works so it's like jeez <laughs> are they still are they still losing money on their stuff on the wii u and stuff yeah yeah it was really sad i think i linked an article in theology gaming university you did yeah a mario kart 8 like sold pretty good but 80 percent of all the mario kart sales were to people who already owned one yeah which is like ugh. <laughs> 
Sigh. But it's okay. I mean, Nintendo is... They're huge. They're making money in other areas. Yeah, well, probably. there's 50 million 3DSs out there, so... Yeah. Speaking of 3DSs, um, I have a friend who is going to loan me her 3DS along with her Pokemon Y, and then I'm going to save her pokes on my friend's game, and then I get to play their Pokemon Y. Yay! <laughs> so you're a Pokemon person. Mm-hmm. Which explains the puzzle in Dragons. Yes, that that's partly why it appealed to me. Um, I actually uh, almost played competitive Pokemon for a while. Competitive? Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. There is so much depth. That sounds like grinding. To competitive Pokemon. Huh? That sounds like a lot of grinding. It, it, no, it, uh, you can actually make it really simple, actually. Um, and it's a lot more about skill and enemy prediction at that point. Hmm. Which you would probably enjoy it that way. Um, but it, the there is a metagame in the Pokemon scene where it's like, these typings work these monsters are good these monsters are crap don't use them and then they have like tiers of like the amazing monsters and then the really good monsters and then the okay monsters and then the not so good monsters and then nobody uses these (laughs) give me an example of a really bad one really bad um uh butterfree butterfree would be never used probably insect in general uh bugs are actually like caesar the uh, bug steel he's actually overused because he um has a really good move set Hmm. decent typing with lots of resistances and has high stats um what determines whether a pokemon is good not is their level because everyone's 100 but is their typing whether that typing is a super big hindrance or whether it really boosts them um their move pool and their overall stats so a Pokemon with a really good typing, average stats, and an okay move pool will probably do pretty well. Huh. Um, so, like, Caesar has actually pretty average-ish stats, but because he has uh, he has this he has a bunch of moves that give him priority. Um, he and his typing gives him a lot of resistances because of that steel typing, um, and also Psychic is very popular. And one of the weaknesses of Psychic is Bug. Um, that makes him like a top tier contender yeah so, I, I remember one of the original problems with pokemon just the straight original game was that mm-hmm. psychic was like super powerful oh psychic and there was, was no resistance there was Did no you know steel that, or dark type so yeah they actually created steel and dark to balance out psychic hmm. and they created the recent uh fairy typing to balance out dragon which was becoming the new psychic so there's new pokemon types there's there are there is um there is one new Pokemon type, which is the Fairy typing, which has, uh, which is resistant to Dragon and is weak to like water or something like that. <laughs> I'm not sure of its exact weaknesses, but it it balance it's specifically balanced to um, be to boost some other typings, make them more uh, popular, and to um, balance out Dragons to make huh. them have more weaknesses because dragons were like totally running the scene like if you like if you didn't have a dragon on your team you were slacking you know what i mean i can remember that yeah i i thought dragon types were kind of like underrepresented in the original games they absolutely were there was uh one dragon specifically and and that was ice they're weak against ice and themselves they're weak against ice and dragon types yes (laughs) like like um what is it? Uh, there's one other typing that's weak against itself, but I forget what it is. 
Um, but yeah, uh, if you actually look at like the typing charts and, and stuff like that with Pokemon, uh, a lot of it makes sense. Some of it doesn't make any sense. Like, like uh, it would you would think that Steel would be weak to Electric because it's kind of based off of reality. But in reality, uh, in the game itself, Electric doesn't do anything to Steel. Like it's it, it doesn't specifically affect it or specifically disaffect it. So that is kind of weird. It is kind of weird, but. Uh, fire is super effective against steel. And then because of the Japanese mindset, like, oh, people are strong. You know, we have conquered <laughs> we have conquered steel. Um, <laughs> the fighting is actually strong against steel, huh. which doesn't make any sense at all. Like, in reality. Like, I think oh, a lot of I'm this gonna... is counterintuitive. It is. Like, oh, I'm going to punch a steel wall. Hmm. Wait, weren't ghosts supposed to be good against psychic? But the problem was they were all ghost poison. Yeah, well, that, and then there was, like, no ghost moves back in the day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if Basically, first gen, your team was six Mewtwo's with a little bit of different type coverage with each Mewtwo. How do you get six? <laughs> you played through the well, game six times? Or welcome to the world... Welcome to the world of uh, Game Shark and Action Replay, Zachary. Oh, Game Shark! Yeah, <laughs> Game Shark. Yeah. Um, I used it to uh, get a Mew. I'm not ashamed. No, that's fine. Um, Mew is actually um, in the God tier. So is Mewtwo. They are in the the like super mega awesome Pokemon. Yeah, because original Mew can learn anything. Literally anything. Yeah, which is like super super awesome. It makes him the. Um, makes him basically your utility poke um but him and smeargle are actually smeargle (laughs) you've never have you never heard of smeargle i'm looking this up he was gen 2 he had one move that he learned and he learned it like six times over the course of his of his levels and it's called sketch and what sketch does is it uh teaches him the last move that the uh, opposing Pokemon used. Huh. So, in essence, Smeargle, or not Smeargle, is it Smeargle? Yeah, it's Smeargle. It's Smeargle. He's the painter Pokemon. I'm looking at him right now. Yeah, yeah, He's... it's Smeargle. Anyway, um, in essence, he could also learn any move. Uh, the only one that he could, no, he could even learn Struggle. Huh. He could even learn Struggle, which is the one move that Pokemon use when they don't have any uh, power points left. So, uh, Smeargle and Mew became overpowered very quickly because you could teach them this one moveset that let you put your enemy to sleep with Spore um, and then um, set up behind a substitute and then some other stuff. And just it just made him really OP. He, he would just blaze through teams because it was really OP. Um, there's specific rules set to the Pokemon metagame, like only one poke on the enemy team can be asleep because sleep is so OP Um, and it's really easy to pull off with certain pokes but like freezing is really actually really hard to pull off like there's no like there's status of moves that do um, like it'll put pokes to sleep or it'll put them paralyzed or or uh, poisoned or whatever there is no status move that puts Pokemon to sleep there is only the attacking moves that or that puts Pokemon uh, frozen. There's only huh. the attacking moves that will have a possibility of making them frozen. So, but yeah. So it's, also, it's, it looks stupid. Smeargle? Yes. <laughs> well, it's a painter. What do you? Sad story. It, Sad story for me. I yes. owned Pokemon Silver. 
Really? And back in the day and played it. But what happened to me is I got like right at the end and my save battery died. Oh. I don't know what happened. I mean, in the, the year like 2001, it just died. Yeah, and I never CR, wanted to play it again. It's like a CR-123 in the cartridge. You have to like open up the cartridge. And uh, you can actually replace it now if you wanted to. I feel like I should just get Soul Silver and save myself the trouble. Do that. Soul Silver is really good. I like Honestly, Gold and Silver a whole lot. I don't know why. Well, Heart Gold and Soul Silver, basically, you have access to all the new pokes, and uh, you get to play through the storyline again with some added stuff. Yeah, um, what do you I get really the Kanto Johto thingamajig. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's actually the only game where you get to do that, which I think is dumb because I think there should make an ultra mega game where yeah, you can go to all the places. Yeah, but money. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I had like the electric sheep. I do remember that much. Oh, uh, Flaffy or Ampharos? I had the final evolution. Ampharos. Ampharos, yeah. Yeah. The the electric chief of death. I know know a ridiculous amount about Pokemon, so... Yeah, I can tell. Yes. I like Pokemon, I just... I don't know. Nothing really after gold and silver kind of made me go, oh yeah, because they get, like, weirder as you go. They do get weirder, for sure. Like, a lot of the... um, a lot of the new stuff is like it seems really lame and then it has like really weird like art and stuff and yeah and then it's like it's what does odd. that thing do yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much it's um but i've just enjoyed the pokemon a lot i was actually kind of worried about x and y and i keep hearing that it's still really good so it's all um, in 3d yeah which no. is weird no is i don't it? care about that well you know there used to be static images even on the ds games so yeah it is kind of an improvement Sure, I'll give it that. But anyway, unless, unless the battles aren't snappy anymore, which is, which would be battles weird. are still snappy. Why even, wouldn't they even be with three D? Yeah, it no all, the three D thing is all it does is it overlays another image. Oh. it's well, not like multiple renderings. It's more like a trick of the eye than anything else. Well, like haven't you played Pokemon Stadium before? Pokemon what? Pokemon Stadium. Oh, Stadium, yes. Because when you attacked with enemies in that game, it would be like forever. Yeah, They go chunked. through the big attack animation. I mean, it was impressive at the time, but... That was more of the pacing of the game, though, than any specific hardware issue. Yeah, it was super slow. And it'd be it like, was oh, super just slow. go, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> what a play. Yeah. Um, one of the big things... Well, I kind of already said this, but one of the big things about competitive play is it's not just... Oh, I have all these really powerful Pokemon with really cool moves. It's like you have to specifically play to your enemies' typings and weaknesses. So you want to have a balanced team, unless you're going for like a water team with Rain Dance or like a fire team with Sunny Day or something like that. Um, but for the most part, it's you want to have a balanced team and you want to have everybody have a role on the team. So like you can't just have all attackers because if somebody faster than you or or some walls get up all of a sudden you're boned and you don't have anything to counter it with so (laughs) balance is actually really big in pokemon but puzzle and dragons no you just want a lot of attackers (laughs) yeah because of the puzzling yeah because of the puzzling because of the puzzling now does nintendo actually support the competitive scene or is it kind of like we don't really care kind of like smash brothers for a while there um, they watch it because I know that they created the fairy typing to balance out the competitive scene because dragons were just going all over the place. Um, but for the most part, they kind of don't care. 
like it's not on their radar. They did do the fairy typing just to balance it out, but everything else is like, uh, we're just going to make this and it's going to be cool. They're probably monitoring online play. Well, they are for sure, but yeah. it's not like we're going to design the game with influences no. specifically towards the, you know, because yeah. like Super Smash Brothers Brawl has tripping. It is what? Tripping. Define. It is the stupidest mechanic in a fighting game ever created. That sounds very dumb. So at like, any point when you're running in the game, or you doing, just randomly trip, you will just randomly trip. Yes. Oh, <laughs> and it was done goodness. specifically to discourage competitive play. This is for brawl. Yeah, that's why nobody remember. plays brawl. Oh my goodness, I didn't even know about that. I remember, I remember seeing that, and I'm like, wait, what the heck just happened? But it didn't influence me at all because I didn't play at a competitive level. But yeah. that actually makes a lot of sense. So that's basically what happened with that one. That's why at Evo this year they played Melee, which is oh, 13 years old now? Yeah, Melee's old. Yeah. Melee's awesome still, though. Melee has a high skill ceiling, I guess. Yes, it does. I've never, I've never played it competitively, so I don't know, but... Yeah. Have you watched any of the competitive play? It's really fast. <laughs> you you don't even understand what's going on. Like even with commentators who are like, "Oh yeah, they're doing X, Y, and Z," and I'm like, "I can't even follow it." Yeah, it's like two people playing Fox or Falco, and it's just like <laughs> my for eyes for the most are most of the time. Yeah, my yeah. eyes they're exploding. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of really weird stuff you could do with uh, melee too. Like I've seen videos of people they basically set it up with uh, somebody with. Oh, no, no. They set it up with Peach, who can throw the turnips. They set it up with a fox and a falco, or two foxes or whatever. And then they give um, they give Peach the super scope, and they set the two falcos uh, opposite each other, and Peach in the middle. They'll, Peach will shoot the super scope three times, and it'll bounce back and forth between the falcos, and it eventually like stop in the middle and create this weird thing. And then uh, Peach will throw her turnips into this weird like dark hole thing, and anyone who goes in the dark hole immediately dies. <laughs> it's just like 99 damage, like it, it or 999 damage, just instantly. It's absurd. One of those glitch things, you know. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it sounds weird. It's silly, and there's videos of it online too. It's like Super Smash Bros. Dark Hole or something like that. I don't know. It's just silly, and. Um, I actually wanted... I'm not very good at Super Smash Bros. personally, but I want to be good at it. I enjoy playing it when I'm with friends and such. But yeah. I played online, like, once, and it was just, like, stupid. You just get wrecked. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. Yeah. No, I have, I'm okay with fighting games. I don't know. Just Smash doesn't do it for me in that well, way. Smash is different. It has different pacing than a lot of other fighting games, too. Yeah. And, the, and the knocking people off the platform thing. Mm-hmm. I have the kind of friends who will get specifically good at it just so that uh, other people won't play with them. Not for that reason, but <laughs> other people won't play with them. Don't yeah. play with me. Don't play with me. I'm really good. No. <laughs> um, but I have those kind of friends. So I didn't get to play it a whole lot oh. for fear of just getting wrecked. <laughs> that's sad. Eh, that's okay. See, Life that's happens. why I don't play like Mario Kart 8 on my own time. Because <laughs> it's like... You'll play it and you'll go, this is the best. I think I'll be the master of Mario Kart. And then you play 50 <laughs> hours and then you're like, hey, play with me, other unsuspecting people. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, no. Then <laughs> they just the get wrecked. Yeah, and I'll just slap you a couple times. <laughs> no biggie, guys. 
we're all having fun, quote unquote. Yeah, that's like I remember um, playing uh, Halo with my uh, with my sister and my big brother, who they don't play video games at all. And I had to like specifically dumb down my skills that I wouldn't just destroy them. It was it was bad. It was it was fun though. I'm making you better. I'm making, I'm making you better. You better. I actually taught them how to play too, which was cool. But huh. they were still like they they didn't get the whole dual thumbsticks thing. So like looking mm-hmm. around, they're like they're like facing one direction and going sideways and <laughs> stuff like that. It's funny. Oh yeah, dual analog sticks are weird to people who don't play video games. Yeah, like when I first started playing uh, Goldeneye, doing the whole analog stick thing, I was like, this is really weird. Where's my <laughs> D-pad? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, if you play Goldeneye, for example. Well, yes. That yeah, was yeah, yeah. weird. Like, C buttons actually worked. Y- yes. C buttons. What did they do? They were basically the camera. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. you could use, you could hold L or R and manually change your aiming reticle. Yeah, my brother used to be able to basically take that system and somehow use the R button and immediately get a headshot. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> people are screwy like that yeah we would i mean basically these are hampered controls now that i played doom and we have right? mouse look and all that stuff but mm-hmm. it was yeah. functional at least for a multiplayer context definitely i actually really enjoyed uh perfect dark which is like a, a spiritual sequel to goldeneye yeah, perfect dark who doesn't love perfect dark everybody loves perfect dark well, except for doesn't like perfect dark he doesn't like perfect dark i don't think so i think a lot yeah, of people I, don't like perfect dark no they don't like perfect dark zero they don't oh, like the the, the sequel one? and the Xbox. Yeah, that one was garbage. Yeah, it's pretty garbage. <laughs> yeah, it was like Rare was like, we don't know how to make games no more, and then it was, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't understand that one at all. Yeah, it was, and the storyline was hard to follow, and the characters were not very deep, and, and the, the controls art were style. Lame. Art style was okay. Yeah. It wasn't great. Yeah, uh, that was, was basically Rare should stop making games. <laughs> yeah, they're getting pretty out there. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. We have Perfect Dark re- re-released on Xbox 360. Like old school or the... The old school one, yeah. Oh, I would be okay with that. With yeah, like new they, skins? They basically re-released the original game with dual analog stick controls and just kind of gave it like an HD gloss over. I would absolutely be okay with that. It's like $10. <laughs> I want that on my Xbox right now. The Xbox <laughs> I don't have. <laughs> I want an Xbox, and then I want that. In online co-op. Oh, okay. I'm, I know what I'm buying for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you can play Perfect Dark. Yes! And use and Farsight. They the, yeah! They did the same thing with uh, Goldeneye, I think. They were Not going to. Rogue Agent. Not Rogue Agent, though. Yeah, no, they were going to, and then whatever happened with United Artists and the bankruptcy and stuff screwed it up. No! So, yeah, it's unreleased, even though it's finished. That's so sad. I know. That makes me upset because I was super excited to play his odd job and just wreck people. Because they made the, um, well, they made a new GoldenEye 007, for, which is like the one that came out on Wii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but that one was really lame. It's totally different and it's not yeah. the same. It's really not very good at all. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember playing uh, GoldenEye back in the day and just... I got stuck on I got stuck on jungle first, and then I got stuck on the level immediately after jungle. And I couldn't play. Huh. Oh, okay. So it seems that Nintendo decided to cancel GoldenEye XBLA. 
They did? Well, because they technically own the game, Uh so to speak, because it was licensed on their system. Oh, okay. Yeah, and since, like, they owned Rare at the time, or didn't own Rare, but they had a controlling interest, so... Basically, Nintendo blocked the release of it. Ugh. Why would you do that, Nintendo? Make <laughs> shut up and take my money, Nintendo. Jeez. Yeah. Why didn't? Why doesn't Nintendo make it? Oh, because Rare own is owned by Xbox. Division. Wait, I thought you said. I thought you said. Wait. It's confusing. Said... Okay, so Rare made GoldenEye when they were a second-party developer for Nintendo. So Nintendo basically had a controlling amount of stock in their company. But they didn't okay. own the company, so to speak. Gotcha. So Nintendo goes and gets the GoldenEye license so that Rare can use it. So what okay. happens is that when the game, when Rare gets bought out by Microsoft, and they keep all the things that they made as original properties like Banjo-Kazooie, Conquer, Perfect Dark, etc. So they keep huh. all that stuff, but they don't keep the license that Nintendo licensed. So you can't release a game if you don't own the, you know, you can't release a movie-based game if you don't own the license. So Nintendo's the one that got the license, not them. So that's confusing. <laughs> that's really confusing. Yeah. I did not understand anything you but just it, said. But it does honest. exist. <laughs> All I know is it's it not does happening, exist. and I'm it sad. <laughs> well, Perfect uh, Dark HD is a perfectly good substitute, so I don't care. It better be good. I want to play that too. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go look up gameplay after this. Yeah, it doesn't look half bad. No. Sure. So, um, what, what else have you been playing lately? Because for me, it's been Puzzle and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Other than the wonderful, wonderful one. Oh, yeah. Man, it has a theme song and everything. Does it really? Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> what is it? Is it based off of something? Is no, it... it's totally original. Who is this made by? Uh, Platinum Games. Platinum Games. Because who, who else did they make? What else did they make? I, that name sounds so familiar. Platinum Games makes basically the best action games there are they're a japanese company they made bayonetta they made uh let's see mad world infinite space anarchy reigns vanquish middle gear rising i recognize that name vengeance you haven't played any platinum games have you no i haven't played any platinum games you make me very i like my triple a titles i'm sorry these are triple a no, they are. Triple A is game of the year, like Fable and Fallout Three and Call of Duty. Okay, what systems <laughs> do you own uh, at the moment? Uh, my phone and PC. Okay, PC. Uh, Platinum Games has one game out for the PC because they're Japanese, <laughs> and it's Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. <laughs> the one I've heard of. Yeah, that's terrible. So next Steam sale, just pick it up. Uh, for my we'll own sanity, that. I need to I need to pick up um, Kotor two at this point because no. oh my goodness, <laughs> no, what? why pick up Metal Gear Rising? Porkino Last Dose, Zach. It's why hyper, not both? It's hyper violent fun. <sighs> I'll play some Dynasty Warriors. Well, that's also on uh, Steam. Yeah, it is. This yeah. wait, what? Oh, yeah. that's right. They made a PC version, and it's, it's like. Dynasty Warriors 8 Complete Edition. Yeah, and like, it's ridiculous, uh, and it has online play and stuff. And it's silly. 82 characters. 82 characters. I was like, oh my god, I, I know. did not buy this. I wanted to I wanted to get the new Dynasty Warriors, and then I saw that they changed up people's weapons, and now I'm like, uh, I don't care. Oh, I'm sure it's good. No, I played those characters for those weapons! Well, then they just switched the weapons around. They didn't do it that big. Shh. This is not, no, stop. 
<laughs> so why don't you buy Metal Gear Rising Revengeance instead? Okay, that might be an acceptable substitute. Okay, look up video of it. It's pretty darn good. Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. <laughs> Platinum Games makes hyperkinetic, crazy action games with deep mechanics. That's basically all they do. So, Super Smash Bros. Uh, no. How is that not? How is that is not exactly as you just just described. You'll see. There's a big difference between okay. when I say hyperkinetic. Hyperkinetic. Like it's super crazy. Was this like arcade fighters? Like freaking Guilty Gear and stuff? Well, one of the directors who is in Platinum Games now was the guy who created Devil May Cry and Beautiful Joe. Oh, okay. So that's the kind of games he likes to make. Okay, so... Super c- c- combo Yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah Stylish action, as they call it. Fair enough. That's fair. And it goes along the same lines as Bayonetta, so... Yeah. Um, speaking of beautiful, your name on Puzzle and Dragons is beautiful. Yeah. Do you... Did, were you, like, super into the Beautiful Joe series, or what? It seems to be my email address, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what was your experience with the Beautiful Joe series? Uh, it's super awesome, and I played it back in the day. Way back when. I tried to get into it, but for whatever reason, I couldn't understand the controls. It's I a was like, very simple game. I was like 12 at the time, though, so... Oh, okay. I, so. Was, I was still trying to figure out Ocarina of Time. I was in high school. Okay. when What year did I get that? 2003 came out. Yeah, so I was like 12. I would have been... No, 16? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, I would have been 16 years old. Yeah. Uh, Beautiful enough. Joe is super awesome. It takes a long time to figure out how to play optimally. Yeah. I think that's kind of a trademark of Kamiya, Hideki Kamiya's games. That's what that's he a, does. That's a trademark of Zachary Oliver as well. How to play yeah. optimally. Well, the game actually has a scoring system that encourages you to play in a specific way. Yes. And that specific way is the most efficient way to actually beat everything. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So basically everything works together. Of course, the game also is very harsh and says things like, you suck. (laughs) Because (laughs) it it ranks you in every fight you do. (laughs) So I know a lot of people don't like that, but... Aren't you, like, trying to save your girlfriend or something like that? Yeah, she gets pulled into a movie screen and, you know. Oh, that's right. Joe. Super Beautiful Joe's, like, a uh, movie buff guy and, yeah. Yeah. And he's, wasn't he, like, a fat guy and then he gets turned into, like, super mega awesome hero, dude? He looks like a stupid surfer hipster and then he gets he turned into a superhero, yeah. Yeah, he looks like a Power Rangers knockoff. Henshin a go-go, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Look it up later. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> it's on Urban Dictionary. It must Is be. it really? Yeah. Did people start saying that or something? Uh, it must be some kind of thing that somebody says. On a somebody says somewhere. Show. Everybody says something somewhere. <laughs> I guess henshin means transform in Japanese. So Henshin a go-go. Transform a go-go. Man, if, right. You know what? If Capcom could just re-release all the Beautiful Joe games for me specifically, then specifically for Zachary Oliver, yeah, just just give them to me. Just give them to you. Although, as a backup, you the Dolphin emulator for the Wii emulates GameCube games really super well. Does it really? Yeah. So if you want to play Beautiful Joe 
on your PC with like I could, HD graphics, it's I it's could, on there. I could totally do that. Yeah, I could totally do that. It might take some configuration and stuff, but it works. I might totally do that. I think the first time I ran it, it was like running at like five times speed. So I was like, "Good lord!" Running around, <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. Is your is your computer that ridiculous or something? Or yeah, is it just... I guess you need to slow the chipset down or something because mm. the Wii doesn't run that fast. It's... No, it does not. Yeah, it's confusing. Speaking of emulating and stuff, like people are just now starting to work like the project the project sixty four emulators to where it's efficient, like the N sixty four was efficient. Hmm. and not glitchy because it's weird like emulating systems it takes like twice the amount of processor power to do it properly yeah as as it actually did way back on the day on the system so emulating stuff like the xbox 360 on pcs now is actually really hard yeah it's not gonna happen for a while and the original xbox i don't even think there's a good emulator for it no there's not which makes me upset because i want to play kotor 2 (laughs) damn it Hey, just go buy it when it comes up on sale. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, it's going to be like $2.50 at some point You're, in the future. Yes, it's going to be really cheap. <laughs> yeah, so that's when I got it. Yeah. Have you played KOTOR 2? No. I played oh. KOTOR 1 for like 10 hours, and then I got bored. Really? Yeah. I enjoyed the heck out of that I thing. think that's just me and Bioware games, so... Oh. It's nothing personal, just... I don't enjoy Bioware games. Speaking of Bioware... um, I've been looking into, like, when I can, I want to get into the Old Republic. Oh, you mean the MMO? The, yeah, the MMO. Because it's like, you have Mass Effect type uh, dialogue options, and it's Star Wars, and it's Star Wars, and also it's Star Wars. <laughs> so do you like Star Wars? Uh, maybe, maybe a little bit. <laughs> Just a little um, bit. Do you have any info on that? or On the Old Republic? Yeah, like, like have do you I know anything it? about it? Well, have, do you know anything about it? Uh, Personal um, opinions are required. I know that it involves a lot of stories and instances and such and such, but I play WoW, so that's that's my MMO. Oh, that's right. We had this discussion. Yeah. <laughs> and I play Warhammer, and I played Final Fantasy fourteen, the good version. War- Warhammer has a MMO? It did. Oh, I thought it was just the tabletop. No, it came out as an MMO, and now it's dead. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, it was supposed to be based around PvP. They never balanced the PvP, so nothing good happened. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. Dumb bright wizards. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. How could they make one faction so unbalanced? Who was the unbalanced one? Uh, Chaos was awful, and if you were Order, you basically won every pvp match for no reason that's dumb because they had the three most powerful classes in the game that's really dumb yeah. like the warrior priest which is a melee fighter that can heal itself oh i've seen i've seen stuff like that in guild wars but they actually balance it well yeah but this is not balanced this man no. takes out three people by himself oh that's really dumb yeah and bright wizards who attack you from afar and one-shot people that's super fun you fly around on a disc <laughs> this is this is this is starting to remind me of that one. It wasn't a PvP. It was like a class-based uh, fighter uh, with Lord of the Rings. Like you had like a an assassin class, you had like a wizard class, you had like a paladin class, and this is actually familiar. It's actually pretty fun, except for the rogue became uh, OP because he had stealth, and then if he stealth and uh, backstabbed you, it was an insta gib, and so everybody played rogue. <laughs> 
as usual, everybody finds the optimal strategy and the yeah. game's boring suddenly. Yes, yeah, but actually, um, if you had like balanced teams, like so many rogues, so many fighters, so many wizards, it was actually pretty fun. Huh. Um, but yeah, rogue became OP. Yeah, competitive multiplayer is hard to design. It is, especially when you have insta-gibs. Yeah, I really want to play those Gundam games they play in Japanese arcades. Oh, did you know they have Dynasty Warriors Gundam? Yeah, but it's, uh, yeah, I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking Robins in the Three Kingdoms, so you know. Yeah, I, I, I could see. I think the la- this is going to be the last one they release the ne- the next Gundam Warriors game. Really? In the in the U.S. anyway. Okay. They just don't sell well enough. I saw Dynasty Warriors Eight on an Xbox 350, 360 shelf, and I was like. I don't know how to feel about life because the last one I played was five, <laughs> like back on the PS2. Out? Oh, I have no idea. I think I, I no rented idea. that one. Really? Yeah, back when you could rent things. <laughs> You're funny. Uh, 2005. Oh my goodness. Good lord. Good lord. It came out and on then... PC, huh? Five did. Apparently. What? Yeah. Weird. Th- that's really odd. I'm sure it doesn't run on anything. <laughs> Probably not. Um, what was it? Gonna, oh, you can still rent stuff through like Redbox. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, but it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised Red Redbox is doing as well as it is. Like, like it seems really cool, but it also seems like it could be a really bad security thing. I think there's just enough people that it can still continue. Yeah, you know, because like there are people that still like renting stuff. But it's just easier just to have, like, a box, you know, kind of like a vending machine, than it is to have a whole store. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Like, there's probably a lot less overhead because you're not running a store. Yeah. You're just running a box. I knew some of the people who used to uh, do maintenance on the machines, and they would give me free movie cards all the time. It was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> so do you play Dynasty Warriors? You should play Dynasty Warriors now. I'm Why? Just, I'm just going to keep telling you to play Dynasty Warriors until you do <laughs> But I'm good. But I want to play Dynasty. What? How should, did this come up? You should play it. Okay, I want to play Dynasty Warriors. Why do? Why do you want me to play Dynasty? But Warriors? actually, you should play Metal Gear Rising Revenge. Oh my god! That's my preference. Oh my god! I didn't even play many Metal Gear games. I still think it's awesome. I like the Metal Gear concept. I don't like the gameplay. Well, this is an action game, so okay. Super super crazy action game. Super crazy action. And don't Speaking look up of... anything about any of the bosses, or you will totally spoil the best thing ever. Okay, fine. <laughs> Speaking of super crazy action game, have you ever played? I don't. It's not Final Fantasy Tactics. It's like I forget what it's called, but it's Final Fantasy, and you have a bunch of the main characters, and you have some of the bosses too, and it's like a PV. It's like a oh yeah yeah yeah, the city. Yeah. Yeah, super cool. It sounds super cool. Yeah, it's. You know, I don't like Kingdom Hearts. I'm just putting it out up there. And it fl- is kind of floaty like Kingdom Hearts, but it's it, fun. See, I love Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. I love it. I I'm super excited for 3. I played 2, and it was the most vapid, horrible experience of my life. But did you play 1? Yes, I liked 1. Okay, so 2 is like 1 on a little bit of Japanese steroids. <laughs> Honestly, two is. is awful. I had no idea what was happening. I played thirty <sighs> hours. It was so confusing. 
I don't know how you play 30 hours and not understand the story. It's like stupid fan service for like 30 hours and mysterious people saying mysterious things. Whatever. I know. It's all Japanese stuff, but yeah, it's just like, why? Well, it, the, a big part of it is you have to play the games in between and really follow the story. Like, like if you... Rechain of Memories? I love Rechain of Memories. Do I have to buy that now? No. Maybe. Well, I want to play Birth by Sleep, but I don't know whether or not I'll be totally confused. Yeah, uh, honestly, I'm even confused. I'm confused by Birth by Sleep and 358 slash 2 days and... <laughs> 358 uh, slash 2 days. I hate what? these titles. They're so awful. <laughs> I know. And then there's Dream Drop Distance, which is even worse. Oh, it's Kingdom Hearts 3D, Dream Drop Distance. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't you start that crap. Kingdom Hearts Recoded. I am not doing that crap on this podcast. <laughs> anyway. It's like still 20 bucks to buy it on the PlayStation 2. How is this game so popular? I don't... Rechain of Memories? No, Kingdom Hearts. Well, Rechain of Memories is like twelve ninety nine. so... Rechain of Memories was actually... Okay, so a lot of people did not like the combat system for Rechain of Memories. I really like the combat system for Rechain of Memories. It's card stuff, right? It is card stuff, but like sweet combos that can be made i i basically found the the optimal combo pretty early in the game and just ran that through the whole game hmm. it was um uh i think it's called judgment it's uh the arrow spell and then two attack cards and it you throw your keyblade at something at a target and it just continually circles and hits that thing over and over and then comes back to you it's like the strike raid but instead of throwing it and it coming back like a boomerang you throw it and then it like magically swirls around the enemy hits him a bunch of times and then it comes back to you huh. and it's just broken <laughs> it's broken but it works and i'm sure this it makes kingdom hearts 2 make sense right well <laughs> <laughs> hey look you're even admitting it right now <laughs> uh honestly yes <laughs> um, but the, the storyline itself actually does add a lot to the understanding of Kingdom Hearts 2 and everything past that. Yeah, you start I, to understand, like, who who are these people? Why does Axel act like he knows me or something? Yeah, yeah it's it's been a while. I played, like, Kingdom Hearts 2. I bought it, like, when it came out. So yeah. let me say I was excited for it, and then I played it, like, six years later. So pff, I don't know. Well, what can you do? It was like, Go play it again. That's what you can do. No. I just jam on a stupid button the whole time and then the game's <laughs> over. But isn't that every game? No. At least the original <laughs> version, I felt like I was doing something. Yeah. This game, I was just, oh, press circle a whole lot and stuff happens. Not circle, you press X. Or whatever button. It may be and Japanese you, and, or. And then every once in a while, you press triangle because every once in a while you commands. jump. Every once in a while, you jump. <laughs> <laughs> That's circle. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. I, can't I actually it's been so have long. done like completion. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I can't believe it's been so long since a actual numbered Kingdom Hearts game came. Out. I know it's silly. And three's coming out relatively soon, like next year. <laughs> it's not like they were going like, oh man, we can't think of how to progress this amazing story. <laughs> <laughs> we can't put a number on it unless it's like super good. Yeah, that's basically how it's worked, actually. Yeah, whatever. They put the guy who's in charge of Kingdom Hearts in charge of Final Fantasy XV, so good luck. I hope that works out for you. I do hope it works out. I just don't think it will. 
Yeah, like, it was expected. I actually did a lot of the completionist stuff in uh, 1 and 2. Huh. Like, collect all the materia, or whatever it is, materials, and uh, make all the recipes, and get the ultimate keyblade, and do all this stupid stuff. I think I did everything in the first Kingdom Hearts, except yeah. for Sephiroth. I actually had the guide for the first Kingdom Hearts. Hmm. And uh, eventually I did everything except for Sephiroth. And when, then my friend beat Sephiroth. And it was like, whoa. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I just this didn't was, feel like going through that. <laughs> yeah. This was actually before I even knew who Sephiroth was. Like, I knew he was relevant, but I wasn't like, I didn't like Ooh. know Final Fantasy VII and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, wow. King- that was like five years out from Final yeah. Fantasy VII. Kingdom Hearts actually introduced me to the Final Fantasy series. That must be a confusing way to be introduced. To it was. Fantasy. I was like, I like I knew who Cloud was. I kind of had an idea who Leon was. I had no idea who anybody else was. Uh, and I knew Sephiroth was like this big bad evil dude, but I didn't know like his thing with Eris and stuff like that. And stabbing. And stabbing. Do you actually play Seven? I have not played 7. I played the beginning of 7, and then uh, it got really open world, and I had no idea what to do, and I got really discouraged. And so I stopped playing. It's not that open world. <laughs> it was... No, it was! And it's I was like, I have super, no idea where to go. It is super linear. <sighs> when you get out of Midgar, you walk to the next village, and you're good to go. Mm, that didn't happen for me. I was like, oh, I'm out of Midgar. I have no idea where to go. I played through it, like, two years ago? Really? For the first time. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, everybody's like, it's aged poorly and all that stuff. Well, I played Ultima Edition, so it actually looked pretty good. Ultima Edition? It's, it's, on, um, it's on PC. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you should try again. <laughs> I might, actually. I need to I need buy to... it on Steam, so maybe I will. I need to, like get my computer back up and running again because it's not out of commission i just don't have internet access so i can't do all this stuff oh okay yeah so like i do everything through my phone now yeah like i was signing um e-sign documents on my phone yesterday and oh my goodness that was so frustrating (laughs) sucked so yeah this has been very all over the place podcast but it's kind of come back on a couple times (laughs) which is good all right i think we can wrap it up we've been recording for over an hour i think yeah definitely (laughs) not including all the ridiculousness yeah also kingdom Hearts sucks lies you know what i all will be forgiven if kingdom hearts 3 is in any way entertaining or good uh it will be entertaining and good to the people who understand it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, which let's will be take this plot that's been going on for 15 years and then yeah. try to explain it to everyone. Yeah, and that's going to be like one tenth of the player base who's played the Kingdom Hearts games. Those will be the ones who understand yeah. everything. And yeah, hey, it'll probably make less sense than Final Fantasy 13. I, I can't even. I can't even comment. I haven't played. Final <laughs> Have you played Final Fantasy, Fantasy 13 too? I haven't played. Uh, no, I've not played Final Fantasy 13 nor two. Well, I know time travel shenanigans. That's all I know. Yeah, well, the second one is time travel shenanigans with zero context. I don't even understand why I'm traveling through time. <laughs> all I know is combat system. <laughs> Seriously, it makes no sense. I, I still nice. have no idea, and I'm going to play the third one. It's going to make less sense. What, there's going to be a 13-3? There already was one. Oh, oh my god. came out this year. It's oh, called, my goodness. It's called Lightning Returns Final Fantasy Thirteen. Wasn't Lightning, like, one of the least favorite characters of that game? No, she's, like, the favorite character. Really? Yeah. 
Oh, I knew something was going on with her in that game. Vanille was the least favorite character of all people who played 13. Or Hope. Fair enough. I'm not sure which one. Yes, no a idea. character named Hope is awful. A character named Hope is awful. <laughs> <laughs> there is no hope for Hope. Yeah, he's a whiny 13-year-old. He's like, you killed my mom! And he tells Lightning this for 20 hours. <laughs> and then they make up their differences. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, so the plot isn't so uh, awesome. But that doesn't sound very but awesome. But combat system. But combat. but combat. And then there was combat. Yeah, combat system. Cool. <laughs> right, I'm going to stop this. All right. <laughs> right. But Kingdom Hearts, uh, I don't know. Stop it! Stop. Stop the podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Podcast over. This is Goodbye. Theology Gaming Podcast Sessions, I think. Yes. A very convoluted one. I'm going to add jazz music to this. It's going to sound then, super smooth. Yay. So if you like what you've heard of our ramblings... Good Lord. <laughs> uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. And or give us a five-star rating and write a review, because reviews help us out a lot. Yes, they do. If you'd like to talk to either me or Mr. Michael Justin Jones... Yay. You can contact us on Facebook, on the Theology yes. Gaming University Facebook group. So join mm-hmm. us. Please we, and thank you. We like talking about stuff. We like talking about stuff to people yeah. who also like talking about stuff. Yeah. Talk to us. Okay. All right. Bye. Signing off. Bye. Bye.